Hi, Dirty Tackle listener. It's Lukey Shaw here. I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but you're my only friend, so I thought I'd sing a little song. So I, I did some words and I did them over music. It sounds like this. Here we go. I live in a cage deep underground At Man United's training ground Where I live without move I'm Lukey Shore and I was worth 30 million Two hours replaced by some Brazilian when I think Marcus Rojo's maybe not Brazilian, but he's from somewhere foreign, with or without move, with or without move. I played a bit, but my form dropped off, I'm more useless than Lindelof. Took the cash, now my career's through. With or without move With or without move Moo means Mourinho And it's also the noise that a cow makes Cows in the field go Moo Sunlight in weeks, and I just ate a squirrel. Jose, if you could hear me, please give me just one more chance, or at least get me one of those children's colouring books, Charbonneau, from Phil Jones or someone's locker like that. I feel more out of place than Paul Pogba in defensive midfield, and I'm pretty sure the ghost of Roy Keane's dog is haunting me down here. No tricks, no! I don't want to rub that peanut butter on myself again! No! With that beautiful song, welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net, com, and I am here with my wonderful co-host, musical and otherwise, Mr. Ryan Bailey Music. Mr. Theo Messi is back in action. I'm back. Back out of his hiding, his hidey hole. He's rejoined us. Feels good. Uh, Ryan, how are you? What are you wearing? And how are your vocal cords? Uh, my vocal cords are fine. I don't know what you mean. I haven't had to exercise them in any way so far. Uh, I'm doing very <laughs> well. Um, it's not what I'm wearing today, Brooksy. It's what I'm not wearing because <laughs> I'm actually too ashamed to wear it. Um, I'm holding it up right here so you guys can see it. This is it's a very bright garment. This is a very, very bright garment. I got it from Nike. I went to a Nike thingy, uh, Nike Nike. Uh, event thing, right? So they had this uh, area where you design your own shirts. And they're like, you've got five minutes in here, guys. Five minutes to design your own soccer shirt. So you go and put your name on the back. You get loads of stickers to put on it. I got the yips. I got really nervous. And I picked out this <laughs> fucking horrible pink shirt. I put a picture oh my God. of a soccer brain on you the absolutely sleeve. absolutely bottled I put it. My name, I'm, I almost spelt my name wrong on the back. It's a disaster. I'm too embarrassed <laughs> to wear it. But that's basically, I've got it draped on my shoulders Jeez. right now. But that's what I'm not wearing. Was that the only color they had left? They had so many nicer colors. I just got nervous. Jeez, right. Like a room full of people. <laughs> right. You got two babe. minutes to design this. Go and do it. And I just got, you know, I can understand how there are some players who can handle big games. I can't even handle design a fucking shirt like a child. <laughs> well, at least you'll have that memento to remember that absolute disaster by. 
<laughs> Precisely, yeah. I'm a happy man. How was London other than that? Uh, this uh, Nike trip you were on. Yeah, London was wonderful, thank you. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. Uh, I interviewed uh, someone called Christian Polisic. Is that how you pronounce it? Wow. I don't know. Shut the fuck up um, right now. Stop that. So I did that. That's You can find that on a website called Yahoo! also interviewed someone called Eden Hazard. I think that's how you pronounce it as well. I'll have to look that one up too. It was a good event. It Garden was good. of Eden Hazard. Yeah, it was good. And do you know what the best bit was? I did a business class flight. I saw how wow. the other half lived. It was amazing. Yeah, Ryan, that tweet of you feet kicked up on your uh, business class. Saw it on Instagram too. That was embarrassing. Yeah, what a prick, right? I felt really bad for you. Yeah. Like secondhand that embarrassment. Thoroughly embarrassing. Yeah. It's almost worth having a terrible shirt on my shoulders for that. <laughs> I, and I also didn't see you in the uh, the Nike Londoner ad. I assume you you made it to the cutting room floor. Oh, that's that that ad, by the way, is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I'm from that area of London, and it does absolutely nail the tone of that area. But then I was watching the ad, and I was like, oh, I met that person, and that person, and that person. Like not famous people, but just people mm. who happened to be in the ad who were at this Nike thing. It was quite fun. I'm so cool. All right. Well, enough of Ryan's wow. bragging. Theo, <laughs> how are you? What are you wearing? Uh, what's going on? I'm amazing. I'm I'm happy to be back. I'm wearing a, a Michael Jordan 45 jersey for the comeback. Or uh, how was a how maybe was a Landon had, Donovan Leon jersey? What number is he wearing these days? 20. Yeah, number 20. Number 20. I'm rocking that. All the sponsors on it. Um, I've left them all on for some branding opportunities. <laughs> Life's good. Nice. Well, we're glad to have you back, Ryan. Were you asking me a question? Despite even though we put the muzzle on you after your Instagram post. I wanted to know how rehab was. Was it successful? Rehab. Uh, <laughs> it was successful, right? I was clean while I was there, and, and now I'm dirty again. Transfer so room or rehab. I think that's how it's supposed to work. <laughs> he handle the end of the transfer window. He needed I needed a break, man. Fixed. It was just me and Carlos Volcano in a room <laughs> talking rumors, trumors. I'm picturing you, like, everyone's sitting in, like, a circle of trust, and Carlos Volcano's up there with a clipboard, like, saying, now, Theo, would you like to stand up and share your feelings on shitty transfers? <laughs> That's essentially what it was like, yeah. It was me, I mean, Carlos Volcano, and Brooks DT Colon all in the building. <laughs> oh, the references. Go back and listen to all the episodes if you don't understand anything he's saying. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I am wearing a uh, Nobody asked. Chelsea sweatshirt. I got the Chelsea hoodie on because Antonio Conti survived the... The West Brom bogey match. He survived the so week. He's still aware. there. He survived the week, despite what we thought uh, this time uh, on the last episode. Um, so, he West Brom have been a, uh, a a troublesome match for for Chelsea managers in recent years. Both Andre Villas-Boas and uh, uh, Roberto Di Matteo both got the sack after losing to West Brom. Um, so this this could have been the end of Antonio Conte. But he survived. They won in convincing fashion. So he lives another day. Um, we'll see if he makes it through. Despite the end of the his season, best efforts, he lives. He lives again. Yeah, but he survived West Brom. So congrats to Antonio. Mm. Uh, and speaking of surviving, uh, Theo Messi is not surviving. What happened in the old DT <laughs> Fantasy League? Sweet, sweet fantasy, Brooksy. Theo has completely disappeared out of the league. I don't know how that happened. I think they, I guess, when, I think they tried to cut my account due to inactivity, hurt, but they don't realize that that's just how I roll. When Lacazette got hurt, they figured might as well give him the boot because he's not going to do anything. It's wild, disrespectful. Uh, 
I I won the week in our in our foursome, which will soon be a fivesome now that we have producer. Andrew would have been me, by the way. Us. So you're lucky. Hey, uh, I'll be back next week. Uh, it would not have been you. In old match week 27, I had 172.25 points, 44th overall. El Bobo behind me, then Ryan J Bailey uh, behind Bobo. Disappointing showing from Ryan. Yeah, and I actually um, completely disappeared. I checked my lineup this morning. I had like Leroy Sane still in there. He's been in there for like three or four weeks. He's I had back, so you're fine. Been... He is back now, but he wasn't for a, quite a long time, <laughs> and I hadn't been checking my yeah. lineup. So I'm going to be much more studious on my lineup going forward. So you better watch out. Yeah, you don't get those. You don't get points for those Champions League goals, unfortunately. Yeah. I didn't get any real points, but but I feel emotional points due to all the people on Twitter that checked in on me um, when Lacazette went down, and then also the disappearance of my account. Uh, what are you going to do? Gives me Gio? warm points on the inside with no Lacazette. Um, I'll probably just keep him out there. You know, I'll probably like, yeah. I'll probably send him an Stand Instagram DM, him. screenshot the lineup, be like, "Yo, dude, I'm I'm still here for you. It's all good." Nice, Aww. good. Well, congrats to Thermos1438, who finished first overall in Week 27. Uh, Spurs supporter. Life is good for them right now. Congrats. Enjoy it. And yeah, uh, well, done. we'll keep it going. Taga app, download it, join us. And uh, that goes for you too, Theo. Thermos, maybe you'll see Ryan at a, uh, a Spurs friendly this summer. Keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. All right, moving on. He wishes he could get beyond the velvet rope behind which I reside at Spurs matches. <laughs> in the summer. In America. Dirty Tackles of the Week. Ryan, what is your Dirty Tackle this week? I'm going to land a big, fat, dirty tackle on Mr. Neymar. Neymar Junior. Something defenders try. I'm going to do it here. Um, this comes off the back of the big Champions League game of the week, Real Madrid versus PSG. This is basically the first big test that Neymar had in a PSG shirt after dicking around in 8-0 wins every week in Liga and you know <laughs> playing balls off his back and spinning the ball on his finger like a Harlem Globetrotter or whatever the hell he does each week in France. He comes up against a proper big team where he's expected to perform and he was okay in the first half and then just disappeared off the face of the earth. Um, I was looking at some of the stats. He made zero passes to Edinson Cavani, which is not good when you are the man linking with him up front. Uh, He completed 13 dribbles, which is more than the whole of the PSG team put together and twice as many as anybody on the Madrid side, but he did fuck all with them. Oh they went God. nowhere. They went nowhere. So basically, I was Good I was annoyed Lord. with him for clowning around in Ligue 1 and then disappearing on the big stage. You've got to do one or the other. You either, you know, clown around and take it seriously on the big stage or vice versa. I, 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 can't, be, I can't be doing with Neymar. I, I disapprove <laughs> of this behavior. <laughs> it really was incredible how just non-existent he was in that match and how intent he was on not passing to anybody (laughs) he was going to take that ball and keep it and just run it into the ground it was it was incredible i mean i I think you're right uh, ryan he's he's league on is doing him a disservice because he's oh he's he's lost his focus yeah he's totally lost his focus and it showed during that match, he just wasn't up for it. Well, I think it's indicative of these teams from, shall I say in quote, smaller leagues when they go into the big Champions League stages and they can't quite handle it. Look at like Porto, who like don't play yeah. quality opposition week in, week out, and they Got get their smashed. dicks handed to them by Liverpool. So, um, mm-hmm. I mean, we were expecting that game to be high scoring, but I thought Liverpool might concede because they're Liverpool, but they didn't. And I think it's the same thing with Neymar, you know. It's, it's just he's not, he's not tested and it's making him a bit complacent. The other thing I would say, by the way, is that, 
that aforementioned Nike thing I went to where I got this horrible, horrible Oh, shirt. you went to a Nike that, thing. That's sick, dude. I did. You're the fucking man. Maybe I didn't mention it before. Yeah, I'm so cool. Um, uh, that was the launch of the one of their new boots, and Neymar was wearing this boot, and he switched them out at half time, Ooh. which is a bad advertisement. Maybe Nike That's put the hex on him. Uh, Ryan, he was, was uh, slipping around the place, Mercurial? and uh, yeah, the, that orange boot. That, I mean, Ronaldo was wearing it, and a couple others were wearing it. They didn't switch it out, but Neymar decided, I've had enough of this. And Neymar wow. was the one at this event who was on stage talking about how fantastic this boot was. So it's a kind of Lies. <laughs> ironic that he uh, decided to. I'm not really here for, uh, for the stats, but you know, in this case, I guess they're reflective of your point. He did kind of disappear in the second half, but I don't know. It was weird. I feel like PSG got a little cocky. They, they felt like they were in cruise control a bit after that first mm-hmm. half. They were looking really good uh, on an away ground, and I think they just sat back a bit, and, and it, it didn't work out for them, obviously. Well, this is every season for PSG. They, they always lose it in the early rounds, the knockout stage of the Champions League. They always get eliminated. Uh, I think it's in the round of 16 every year it's been for at least three or four years now in a row. And I think, again, it's indicative of... You know, they already have League uh, 1 by December, by the winter break. So they come out of that, and they're just not up for it. Mm. I mean, when it happens every year, you have to think there's there's a trend there, and there's a reason but, for that. I mean, there's, there, there is all this, but there's no excuse for Neymar not stepping up when he's supposed to. I mean, he, we've seen him carry the weight. Like, we've seen him, uh, say, even at the 2014 World Cup when he was much younger, he carried the weight of the nation. He stepped up. He just didn't step up. Literally, here. it broke his back. Yeah, he, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> he carried the weight of a few Colombians, yeah. too, and it broke his back. <laughs> Indeed. All right, so Neymar, dirty tackle for you. Theo... What's your dirty tackle? Uh, I'm going to keep it in that match as the flashpoint. Obviously, you all saw the Sergio Ramos handball that wasn't. Um, VAR, it's been it's been a huge talking point across all the leagues, but I think it needs to be in the Champions League, but not in this current iteration that it's in the Premier League, um, which has been an abject disaster. I think they need to simplify it. I really do think they need to take a page out of American football and institute some kind of a challenge system where the mm-hmm. manager gets one or two challenges per game if he keeps getting them correct. Wouldn't that be even more intrusive to the ma- to the flow of play, to the match? Uh, maybe, but I think it's worth it at this point. I don't want to see a decision that big go against my club in the Champions League. It um, might be intrusive, Brooks, but it makes it a more dramatic element of the game, doesn't it? it right, it's a bit entertaining. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I think it could be very easily abused because now if uh, the opposing team has, has your club on the ropes, on the counterattack or something, uh, the, the 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 coach can just throw a challenge. Flag no, I don't. I, and stop I wouldn't advocate for it stopping kicker. play. I think it has to. The ball would have to kind be out of bounds, that. and each manager only gets one challenge, and they only maintain it All if right. they get it correct. I could see it becoming a problem in the later stages of matches for time wasting and things like that. But honestly, yeah. the, the system's broken. Uh, technology is not going to be something that's ever going to be fully out of the game at this point. I think they need to spice it up a little bit and and make it a bit more. Uh, reflective of what's actually happening on the pitch, which is just not right I'm, now. I'm, I'm 100% with you there, Theo. And I think, you know, the phrase is to throw laundry on the field. I think the rule is you actually have to throw actual laundry on yeah. the field. I want to see Roy Hodgson take off his underwear yes. and throw it on the field. And <laughs> that's how he registers his disgust. I'm, in, I'm into it. I'm 100% into yeah. it. Well, that would make the managers think twice about their challenge <laughs> if they had to remove their underpants and throw them on the pitch. Yeah. It means you only get a finite amount of challenges. Oh, my socks have gone on now, my pants. You know, I didn't bring a scarf. That's all I got. Pep, Pep Guardiola, his layering, you know, just yeah. another element. He'd be able to throw <laughs> yeah. every single clothing item for a half's worth on the pitch if that were the rules. He's always two steps ahead, yeah. that Pep Guardiola. But yes, dirty tackle for the current system of VAR. 
uh, dirty tackle for it not being in Champions League and dirty tackle for the way it works. We, we need a new system. Agreed. Well, I think we might talk more about technology and uh, in, in the game later on in extra time mm. and how the robot referees might soon take over the world and lead to the football apocalypse, but we'll get to that later. In the meantime, my dirty tackle is on house hunting. So with transfer rumors, there's always these... Uh, yes, this does have to do with Zlatan. Um, so with transfer rumors, there's always people desperate for clues as to what moves might be impending, what might be coming up, whether it's you know spotting players in airports or at strange venues in different cities. Well, one of the most popular ones has become the house hunting rumors, that a player or a manager is looking for a house in a given city, which proves that he's he's on the I can move. feel the tectonic plates uh, underneath Carlos's volcano shifting. Yeah, Carlos Carlos is getting excited. The arousal. The volcano. Did you arousal. say someone's looking at schools for their kids in a foreign country? <laughs> yeah, that one too. The schools. That's another one. But so ESPN FC has reported that Zlatan is supposedly house hunting in Los Ooh. Angeles. They claim that he's going to move to the LA Galaxy in the January window. That did not happen, as it has not happened in every transfer window. For MLS window is still years. open, though. Could still income. Keep in mind. True. Yeah, true. But uh, So in the same article, they claim that their sources tell them that Zlatan is house hunting in LA and that their sources have also told ESPN FC that Ibrahimovic is yet to make a decision about his future and has not ruled out staying in Europe or even at United. What? So which is it? He's so <laughs> Yo, certain these sources are, on an are LA on move it. that he's looking for houses there, and he's also not even sure he's going to move at all. Yeah, my sources tell so me that uh, the, the sun's going to go up tomorrow, <laughs> but uh, in case it's the apocalypse, and then it won't. So we'll, we'll see what yeah. happens. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is ridiculous. It, it is a bit ridiculous. And also, he's a man who is nearing the end of his career. He might just be looking for a house to live in a nice place when he does retire. Exactly. It it's Los Angeles. Yeah. Yes. He might just want a house in Malibu. He might just want to live somewhere where he has lots and lots and lots of traffic. Sources tell day. ESPN FC's Latan likes the sun, despite being from Sweden. <laughs> mm. Well, they have a lot of it in the summer. They're trying to have their cake and eat it, too. I don't like it. No more house hunting rumors or school rumors or airport rumors or any of that stuff. Just tell me when the player is signed if he hasn't. Uh, I'm uh, I'm cynical. I think that the house hunting thing is a big conspiracy started by big real estate Ooh. just to try and uh, get us all. <laughs> I think it, the sources are all real estate agents, and they're just trying to get wow. their houses in, in the well, look at Jose Mourinho. He's been living in a hotel in Manchester for like two years yeah. now. He just signed a contract extension. Still hasn't bought a house yet. He so, is, he is, a, he is the enemy of the state of big real estate. <laughs> He's bucking the trend. Still in a hotel. I'm with Jose. I, I'll, I'll never live in a house. I'm meant to live in hotels. Uh, ESPN FC, your, your sources got jack shit on me. So. <laughs> Stay off the grid. Yeah. Seriously, though, ESPN FC, like ESPN, what was once a reputable network... Their sources tell them that a player may or may not leave during the next window. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Ridiculous. It's the same like thing it. as every transfer rumor ever, I suppose. Tribal football would never post that drivel. That's true. <laughs> They're not that scarless. Cause Volcano has higher standards than that. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, our, our sponsor for this week's episode. 
On August 3rd, 2017, Neymar da Silva Santos Jr. raised the 222 million euros he needed to live his dream of playing for the club where he could be the top star. Now he's realised that this kind of sucks and he'd like to move again so he can return to enjoying all the trappings of superstardom with none of the pressures or responsibilities of being a leader. To do this, he needs your help. For just a small donation of a couple hundred thousand euros, you can help Neymar buy out his current contract and again move to another club where he'll hopefully find true happiness. Don't you want to live in a world where Neymar is finally happy? Isn't his happiness what's most important to all of us? This is why it's vital that you donate to the Neymar Fund today by going to the nearest Nike store, handing the manager a cashier's cheque for no less than... 300,000 euros and simply telling them for Neymar. The Neymar Fund. Life isn't perfect, but for Neymar, it has to be. Well, as I wipe away a tear for Neymar and get out my checkbook to donate to the Neymar Fund, uh, let's do some throw-ins. Ryan, do you have uh, our our first throw-in of of the day? (sighs) Yes, I do. And Forgive me if I don't stay calm over the next couple of minutes, but I've got this story from (laughs) The Mirror. Headline here, FIFA 18 players offer chance to become professional coaches and earn £15 per hour in the process. So what we have here is... £15 per hour? Yeah, yeah. People who are good at FIFA (laughs) coaching other FIFA players. £15 is about, what, 20-something dollars an hour. So So this is like a job. FIFA players teaching shit kids to be less shit at a computer shit game kids. are going to be getting 15 pounds an hour and can you imagine being what kind of oh, i mean it's another example oh, of my to, get to off coach your... them in fifa in the video game yeah yeah they literally ca- to become like real life coaches for real football no i mean i that understand if you're going to go and have a yeah if you go and have a soccer <laughs> lesson or go and have a tennis lesson i understand that you're improving yourself you're getting fit what benefit is someone teaching someone else to be good at a fucking computer Because you could be the next anyone? eSport so then, athlete to win the EMLS Cup and be bathed in glory. So then they can become a, a FIFA coach and earn £15 yeah. pounds an hour themselves. Exactly. Oh, so it's a pyramid scheme. It's a pyramid scheme. Is this <laughs> yes, what this is? It's the dream. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the herbal it's the life eSport of dream. <laughs> oh, I just this makes me just boil up with rage. And just makes me think of – I know I'm, I'm very much a – get off my lawn kids kind of person these days but uh i'm just imagining ah, the so kid who has the disposable week i haven't changed the disposable <laughs> income what kid has that like 15 pound an hour to pay another kid to teach them to play a video game what what privilege does that kid live oh <laughs> but what parents are thinking yeah i think this kid my kid should spend their money uh doing this that's a perfectly wholesome way to spend their money wait till we explain to ryan uh the fifa ultimate team packs and how much they cost and how much kids are spending on those things kids are spending thousands of dollars but this feels buy... a bit more tangible in real life because it's literally another person you're employing right yeah i think we should sign ryan up for this class Let's get him a FIFA coach for fifteen pounds an hour. I would, I would sign up just so I could frustrate my coach and say, "All right, what does the X button do again? How many times do I hit triangle?" Just be really, really uh, annoying with it. We got to do this. We got to get this for Ryan <laughs> and record it. We should record it. Do I press X to shoot? And also, why am I wasting my time doing this? Are my two questions. Let's start a Twitch channel just of Ryan playing FIFA very badly. I think you've just made you've just worked out how I'm going to make my millions. Screw 15 pounds yeah. an hour. I'm getting my YouTube channel, baby. <laughs> 
All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, what else we got in throw-ins? Yeah, so next up we have... Uh, I, so uh, there's a big to-do before the North London Derby about how uh, Harry Kane, you know, he started his... He began his youth career with Arsenal before switching over to Spurs. Sure. And Harry Kane wrote this article for the Players' Tribune bemoaning how Arsenal didn't believe in him when he was eight years old and you know got rid of him at, <laughs> at the age of eight. Arsenal's former, uh, I guess, youth director came out and said, unfortunately, we discarded him. Woo. He was chubby, not very athletic, but we were wrong. He was eight years old. I mean... But he's, like, I don't know. Again, I don't know how you can figure out which eight-year-old is going to become superstar footballers when they're, you know, adults, full-grown adults. I, I don't know. It's ridiculous. I, I think that's kind of their job. Yeah, this, this whole thing is just silliness. It, he did, they didn't believe me when I was eight years old. It's come on. This is like they're really trying to force the uh, redemption story, and I'm not buying it. I think it's just a nice arc for Harry Kane to mention. I don't think he's having a go at Arsenal necessarily. He's just saying that, you know, I was this fat kid. <laughs> what, does, uh, what does Arsenal youth director Liam Brady know anyway? Oh, it's Liam Brady who should know a thing or two about these kind of things. Sorry, I'll be quiet. I mean, I'm sure... Th- yes, there are very skilled little kids out there. How old was Messi when he got um, those drugs pumped into him and sent to Spain? <laughs> they, oh, they pumped cheeseburgers boy. into Harry Kane Good and girls. it didn't seem to work. <laughs> all right so harry kane you're, you're good just should have tried the drugs that will do it for regular time join us on extra time where we will talk about uh theo on football or pubic hair uh ryan will talk about his bold english club in the champions league claim i think he's gonna have some bragging to do there which will be insufferable We'll talk about the man who's convicted for stealing five million pounds from his wife to buy Portsmouth. <laughs> That's a hilarious story. And we'll talk about robot referees, the future of technology in football. <laughs> it's it's jam packed, jam packed. So go to Patreon.com/slash/tackle contribute and get access to that. You won't want to miss it. Uh, thank you to producers uh, Bobo Martino and Andrew. Pissarro, we love you guys. You're the best. Double the production, double the quality. That, that's our philosophy. Boba Wapi! We're going to be all producers and uh, no yeah. hosts pretty soon. You can tell from that song at the beginning that this is very well produced. Yeah. On social media, we are at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hit us up with your yeah. Ronaldo. There's a Mel Brooks musical theories. in there somewhere. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at BrooksDT. Ryan, what is your Twitter handle? Uh, you can find me at House Hunting Rumors. My main duty is to uh, spread the word about which players are buying houses where. Lots of property in Cheshire these days. <laughs> Theo, what is your Twitter handle? <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'm all about the commish. I want my 12%. Wow. Hitting the big time. All right. Well, extra time or next time, we'll be seeing you. Adios. Nev, nev, everybody. Night, night. Sleepy babies. Mwah, 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 mwah. Lot of whiskey. Oh,